Ohana means family. Family and make it a podcast means nobody gets left behind. And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Aloha, humans, and welcome to a Alani edition of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Today, I am happily rejoined by... Our resident Alani travelers, Michael Fernandez. Aloha. And Joe Quattrochi. Mahalo day for the great introduction. My pleasure. And our friends of the show, Michael and Florence Porter. Aloha. Oh, and Mike is here? Oh my God, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Mike, what's up, man? That's hilarious. Live for the podcast. last 10 live, minutes. Live, live podcasting, right? <laughs> yeah, for the last 10 minutes, we were talking to Florence, and Mike was quiet because we turned off our, our cameras because uh, it's just better for bandwidth for for our re- recordings. And that was a, a pretty cool blooper. So with that, okay. before we get off the rails, let's have a word from our sponsors. Whether it's the first sip of French roast at your Disney resort or the grand finale of a signature dining experience at a restaurant like Le Cellier, Chico, or the California Grill, Joffrey's coffees make Disney memories more magical. Why not savor that Disney vacation just a little bit longer while enjoying a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort of your own home? Visit Joffrey's, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, online today at joffreys.com joffreys coffee and tea a flavor for every disney memory who has the largest selections of dvc resale listings and is the number one dvc reseller in the world who has 90 percent of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees who has 95 years of combined disney vacation club experience and has been selling dvc since 1993 who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC Resale Market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team. And now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVCResaleMarket.com. That's genuine podcasting right there. Yes, yes it was. All right, (laughs) so ladies and gentlemen, all three, actually all four of our guests have uh, recently made trips to Alani. We have heard about Michael's honeymoon, and he kind of came on before um, Florence and Michael and uh, Joe and Jen went on their trips. So he kind of helped them prepare for their trips to Alani. Now all of them have completed their trips, and we're here to do a follow-up to talk about Alani. And because I really know nothing about Hawaii, never been yet, and... 
I'll get there eventually, but it's going to take some time. What I'm going to do is I'm going to throw this show over to Michael, who's going to take over, and we're going to hear about the experiences of our other guests. So Joe, Florence, Michael, have fun. All right. So as I noticed in my research for Alani, there is no research for Alani. There's no podcast. There's no YouTube. So I think our goal here is to try to get more information about Alani. So the first thing that I really want to talk about is how did you guys get to the hotel from when you landed? So we rented a car and uh, once we got off the plane, came pretty early in the morning, we drove over to Alani, we checked in there, uh, dropped our bags and then uh, turned around and headed to um, the USS Arizona in Pearl Harbor to meet up with Joe and Jen. Nice. Yeah, we, we got to Alani a little bit before uh, Florence and Mike did. We rented a car as well from the airport. Just a little tip, I mean, this is basic travel now. We rented our car months and months in advance and we kept checking on the prices and actually we did get a little bit of a price drop actually a little bit before our trip. So if you are planning to rent a car, keep an eye on the prices. I mean, because they do, well, they do go down and, you know, as maybe sometimes if there's abundance of cars, but I definitely highly recommend having a vehicle in Hawaii. I mean, just going there uh, without a car is just, you know, it's it's hard. It's yeah, <laughs> we, we, we did it. We did it. It was really tough. And we had the same experience where the price dropped right before we went. Now, Florence, you guys, if, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys rented a car near Alani, right? No, we rented it at the airport and then drove over. Okay. I thought you guys, okay. <laughs> and also, for those of you that don't know, Alani does have a rental car service. They have uh, Alamo Rent-A-Car. Uh, it's a little bit more pricey, and you still have to get to the hotel somehow. But that's how we rented the car to explore the island. And, uh, you know, they give you, like, a, a nice little Mustang convertible. You get to enjoy the island in style. My next thing I want you guys to talk about and tell me about is... The moment you walked into the lobby, if you had the same reaction I did, it's just this, like, wow, like, is this, like, real? Is this, I've been seeing it in TV this whole time, and now it's here. What was that reaction like? I can speak for myself, and that is, you know, I'm used to walking into the Grand Floridian or, you know, any of those large hotels in Disney World, and when I walked in there, it was beautiful. But it wasn't, you know, this huge, expansive, you know, lobby that you're accustomed to. But it was beautiful. Yeah. And you yeah, can see the ocean out through the, you know, when you first walk in, you kind of look straight through, and you can see all the way through the middle where the activities, the pools, and all the way out to the ocean. And just like Mike said, uh, Mike Porter said, is that we walked in. I was like, it wasn't a big lobby. It's like a giant, yeah. like it's just a straight line. But you are looking straight out to the ocean. And besides that, I was actually taken back more by, A, when we first pulled up to the property, the service was absolutely amazing. I mean, they, the staff, the customers could not be more friendly at Alani. Like, it, I was blown away by how friendly everybody was. Smiles, we got, um, you know, Jen got the the flower light. I got the, uh, the one that's like the, okay, it's like the, yeah, like the pebbles. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I got that, um, and then like you know, and then we walk in. Like I said, the lobby's not huge, but 
you see the ocean, you get that breeze because it's all open air. It almost reminds you a little bit like the Caribbean where a lot of the, the, the lobbies are open air. And then what really got me besides the friendly cast members and all of that was the amount of detail in that lobby. Like it's almost like walking into, you know, it's a Joe Rody like Animal Kingdom Lodge kind of deal. The amount of detail in that small lobby, you look up, you're just like, oh my goodness. Like it was a little surreal. It wasn't, I wasn't blown away by the size, but just the detail and the view and this, the cast members, how friendly were, that's what really hit me. I agree with that. Yeah. And it's, it's a different kind of like take back because you know, Grand Floridian, you have, it's so beautiful, especially when you go into Christmas time and stuff. But this one is just like, wow, that's like the ocean. This is Hawaii. You know, I, I, I can't walk to a park, but you know, we're here. Uh, the other thing is, did you guys stay on DVC points or did you buy room rack rate? DVC points. Yeah, we DVC. stayed on DVC points, yeah. DVC, uh, what kind of room accommodations did you guys stay in? We had an Ocean View studio. We had, this, we had the same thing. Florence and I were actually, uh, and, and Mike, they were on opposite sides. So we actually, I think our rooms were kind of facing each other. So uh, we both had similar views, but looking in different directions. Okay. And we were really high up. I think we were on 15 or 16. Yeah, yeah, we, we were, the floor. Were, we were near the top and you were right across from us. Yeah, we, we were a few yeah. floors below you guys, but. We were in 16, yeah. And uh, overall, what was your, your thoughts on the room? Compared to maybe like another DVC resort or another deluxe resort that Disney has, what do you guys think of their rooms? So they were very similar in design, in terms of layout. Um, I liked the the balcony. I mean, what was beautiful is we walked down on the balcony and we could see the beach to the left. We could see the whole, you know, all all the pool and everything down below us. And then you look to the right and you can see the valley over where the lobby is. I mean, it's just, the, the view was, was huge. It, you didn't feel confined at all. It was just gorgeous. Yeah, as for the rooms on our side, I mean, besides the basic amenities, I mean, first of all, the the um, you know the, the beds are fantastic, very comfortable. Um, you know, they had your standard, we had our standard kitchenette. So you had a fridge in there, which is key because we're gonna talk about in a little bit how I highly, and I'm sure Florence and Mike and Mike will also tell you that to highly recommend going to a grocery store to stock up so your fridge will come in handy for supplies for drinks and alcohol. But that's later on, we'll discuss that. But bathrooms were clean. I thought probably some of the nicer bathrooms, maybe besides the Grand Floridian bathrooms when I stayed once, uh, how nice the fixtures were, the design was. Um, our room was kind of on an angle a little bit. It was kind of weirdly shaped, but it was it was kind of cool. It felt kind of homey. The balcony was fantastic. The table and chairs was great because it was even one night where Jen and I walked across the street and we decided we were tired. We didn't want to like spend a whole night sitting down eating. So uh, I think this was the night you guys actually had your anniversary dinner. Uh, we actually just brought some takeout back to the room and sat on a balcony and ate, you know, and then sat like inside the room and ate. Uh, so having a table and chairs in there was nice too. And especially if you have a family, some small kids, you know, they get color, do activities on the table and chairs in there. It's great as well. Um, the flat screen TV was great. I mean, it had all of your basic DVC amenities, but everything was just new and just the design. Everything, it was just fantastic. I mean, there's really nothing bad I can say about the room. Uh, you know, they utilize the space well with, the, you know, the beds were sitting up high, so we put our luggage underneath there. I mean, Jen and I travel with you know, a large suitcase, a couple, you know, backpacks. And I even had my golf clubs in my golf case. And we were never, we were never pressed for room. I mean, I, I put the golf case underneath the bed, I put my golf clubs in the corner. We put the suitcase underneath the, the bed. I mean, we had plenty of space. So we never felt 
like we were jammed into like a really small room, like you're at an all star or something like that. The DVC rooms at Alani had plenty of space for the two of us. Um, couldn't couldn't say any more about how great they were. H2O products in there, uh, Joffrey's coffee. Um, you know, I mean, there's really nothing more you could ask for. I mean, it was it was great. One of my favorite little touches in there was the Mickey holding the surfboard lamp. I yes, still want yes, to get one. Yes, Very that cool. was awesome. I love that lamp. Uh, my favorite touch was it's got to be those robes. Oh, those robes were so comfortable. There's a lot of things you'd like to walk home with or take home. <laughs> or, or, or maybe you find it a couple months later at a Disney character warehouse and you buy it for 40 bucks. Yeah, pretty then much, you get yeah. to take it home. <laughs> so uh, speaking of dining, you mentioned some of the dining that you did off property or on property. What are some tips that you guys can give for people that are going to go to Alani, especially first people that are going to bring food like what do you suggest for people to bring food so before we even got to oahu we actually went to costco and we bought like a pack of the um you know the breakfast um pastries you know so we just have those each morning and then we also bought water ahead of time and you want to buy your gas at Costco, but the lines are long because yep. it's the cheapest place to buy it in the entire oh, it was like state. 40, 50 cents a gallon. Oh yeah, it was a lot less. Wow. Yeah, I, my, my Jen and I, we don't have a uh, Costco membership, so uh, we ended up just going to the local Safeway. Um, we just Googled it. We also asked the guys at the, the valet, they're like, yeah, it's like 10 minutes down the road. Um, be prepared to pay. Um, a little bit more for things when you're in Hawaii because everything is pretty much imported. Um, but you will save in the long run. You have that fridge in your room. It doesn't matter if you're in a villa or a one bedroom, two bedroom. I'm sure even the standard hotel rooms at Alani have a fridge as well. Stock up on it um, because it's funny when we checked out after our after our, our week there, the front desk was like, you didn't have any bar charges? We're like, no, we brought our own stuff with us. And the drinks are expensive at Alani. I mean, everything's expensive, but if you could avoid paying $9 for a mixed drink or a beer when you're poolside, you can just bring a couple down with you or a small cooler down with you. It definitely makes a huge difference. So hit up your Costco, hit up your Safeway that's local, uh, stock up for the week. I mean, and just and just have it in the room with you uh, because you definitely will save money. As for snacks, you know, Jen and I, we had Tostitos and chips. We had bananas, um, beer, water. We had a little bit of a soda, uh, just, you know, granola bars of snack on just things that you know you're not running down to the to the quick serve you know and spending 350 for a bottle of water four dollars for a bottle of water for a snack i mean just have things you just grab and hey you want to go down to the pool we grab a couple beers with us you grab some snacks with you and you're good to go for an hour or two i mean so it definitely will help save you know your pocketbook uh you know as your week progresses on yeah and when it comes to dining options you got to remember this isn't disney world there's not a bunch of dining options you have maybe three restaurants on property and the pool bars serve food you have a two sit down restaurants and you have a quick service and even the quick service doesn't have a lot of food options so i don't know if you guys noticed that but i noticed it because we we pretty much ate every meal there and for those that don't have a car on them if you walk across the street to the coalini uh, like marketplace there is a small supermarket there called abc or i, I think it's an abc Store. ABC stores, they're everywhere yeah. in Hawaii. Yeah. They have they have a lot of good options, and uh, you're going to run short on things to eat in Alani. So I'd like to say our favorite experience was Ama Ama, but I can't say that. Uh, we actually had some other couples with um, small children, and you know we've had small children, 
but I didn't think that was really appropriate when the kid's crying and then they bring it to the front of the restaurant to calm mm -hmm. it down and our table was right near the front of the restaurant. Um, I don't think the service was as well as I expected it. So we, we were a little disappointed and, and it was our anniversary dinner there. Yeah. So I think we just had higher expectations. Yeah, yeah Amama is definitely like the other flagship restaurant and you're, and you're essentially paying for the view. Um, so just a little quick tip and you know, if you're, if you're planning on eating at Amama, it's, it's a little pricey. It actually, no, it is pricey. Um, research the day you want to go. You're gonna need reservations, so you can make ADRs through the Alani website, just like you do on uh, my Disney experience with Disney World. Um, Google the sunset time because that's where everybody wants to be there is for the, when the sun goes down. Uh, so if you want to see the sunset while you're eating your dinner, um, you could do that. I would have to say though, my favorite dining opportunity was when we ate with Florence and Mike at Makahiki. Uh, we did a character. We did a we did a, a breakfast with them. A breakfast, yeah, that and, was a lot of fun. Yeah, you know my what? favorite too. And it was honestly, you know, you waited in line to, to meet Mickey when you first got there, but you know, we're used to almost crappy food for Disney buffets for like breakfast. You know, like Chef Mickey's is, eh, you know, it's it's, it's yeah. okay. I thought that the breakfast buffet at Makahi was pretty good. And, um, you know, the, and the characters come to you. It got a little crazy. I'm sure, you know, Florence and Michael test, you know, you get some parents that can't wait for the characters to come to their table. So they kind of cut in front of you while you're eating your meal. But we never longed for a picture with a character. The food was great. Um, that was probably the meal I remembered the most out of all of our ones at Alani. So uh, so Makahiki was our favorite meal uh, at Alani. As for uh, the quick service, we really didn't eat at any of the quick service uh, at, at Ulu Cafe or um, at uh, Mama Snack Shop or the Shave Ice or anything. We just, we brought stuff with us from Safeway. So uh, we just really never, we're not huge breakfast people besides having the breakfast with Mike and Florence one morning. Um, however, though, we did uh, have lunch with George, Mike and Florence at the, uh, I think it was the, was it the Y? No, it wasn't the Wailana pool bar. It was the, let me see which one it was here. I got the list of all the rest. I think it was the, was it, was it the Wailana pool bar? Yeah, I think bar? that was it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was off the hook. We had it off the hook. That was off the bigger the hook, one. Yes. Yeah. And, and that actually wasn't a bad, um, it was the bigger of the bars. They have sit down with the waitresses and waiters, servers. So that was actually, that's a pretty good food there. A little pricey. Everything at Lonnie's pricey. We're going to keep repeating that. Uh, but that was the other meal that we had there was that uh, off the hook bar, which is right by the water slides in the main pool area. So uh, all in all, like I said, Amma was good. We did it as well. Um, the food was good. Actually, our server was her first night. She was very sweet. She actually did a really good job for being her first night. But if I think for the money that you pay, if we go back to Alani, I probably wouldn't go back. I would not go back to Amama. I'd rather go back into we found some other places on the north shore we found some other places in waikiki take the ride into honolulu and go do something like that because you know i mean if you want to stay in the in the alani bubble yeah go ahead and go all for it but it's not something i would be like i need to eat alama again and i don't know if florence and mike if you agree or if mike you agree as well but um you know, i so agree i agree i i don't need to go back it's nice if you time the sunset, it's great, but I don't think there's anything special or out of this world. One thing I think to note is that there is virtually no nightlife. Yep. Not just at Alani, but almost the whole island other than, you know, Honolulu. Uh, by nine o'clock, the place is dead. I went down to the bar to have a beer and it was me and two bartenders. Yeah. I mean, that was it. And those bars- $11 beer. And I remember, Mike, we had discussed when I saw you the next morning that the bars close early and the only and it's a shame because the one night 
um, <coughs> my Jen and I went down to the Oleo room, which is like the, it's kind of like the bar downstairs next to Makahiki. And it's supposed to be one of those bars where lounges where, you know, I guess everybody who works there knows all of, it speaks the native Hawaiian language and they have all kinds of words all over the wall. And you can learn about the Hawaiian culture and it kind of extends out. They have like a patio area and the one night they had music out there and it was fantastic. But then the music stops like nine o'clock because I guess because of the courtyard and they don't want to make the noise, which is nice. If you want to sleep early, there's not a lot of noise, but you're looking for that nightlife. Like, hey, I want to have like a, a nightcap. You know, I'm still well, and up. the pools were closed early too. Yeah, they were closed eight by eight o'clock. Oh yeah. Yeah, they were done by eight o'clock. The main pool is like 10 o'clock and the adult, the adult hot tub was like 12, but there's nowhere you get a drink and then Oh, not at our. They were all closed early. Oh, eight o'clock. Really? They, yep. They, the, wow. They blew the whistle, and that was it. I mean, so I think that if Mike, if Mike and Florence and Jen and I were at Alani again the same time, since we did Hawaii this this time, I think we learned a lot from this trip, and I think we would do a lot more. Like you know, say, if Mike wanted to have a drink, I'd say, Mike, I'll grab some beers. You grab some beers. Let's go yeah. down by the pool. We would know what we're doing now. You know, we'd say, Hey, let's meet down here, and we'll just. We wouldn't be looking, searching for those bars. We said we know they're not going to be open. Yeah. So we learned a lot from this trip. So the next time we come around, and I think that's why it's really important that you do your food shopping because if you don't have anything, you got to run across the ABC store. And now you're paying like double the price for a six pack. And it's just like, you know, so if it's yeah. in your room, you already have it. You just run upstairs, grab a drink, glass of wine, whatever, and then you're good to go. Also, um, here in Colorado, Costco's don't have alcohol inside them. Uh, there they do so uh, like a, a pre-mixed bottle of margarita you know with the alcohol is like nine bucks cost of you know less than cost of a drink so you can stock up at, with alcohol at Costco too uh, and save yourself a lot of money yeah definitely definitely and even downtown Honolulu does not have like the nightlife that we're used to even even in Orlando there's not the same kind of nightlife we went to a bar at like 11 o'clock and it was dead there was nobody there you know? and I think I think a lot of the islands are like that too I mean I don't know if Florence and Mike can speak to they visited the big island but when we went to Maui we were told by our friends uh we went to Maui after our our week in Oahu and they're like yeah like nine ten o'clock it shuts down and you know you walk through like Lahaina town and Maui but like it really there's not much going on but Part of me was like, unless you're going there to get lit up, it was kind of nice that you just like relax by the pool with a drink, and when you just and you didn't feel guilty like you were missing anything. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. That, that was the one good thing. It's like, well, I'm not missing anything. There's not much going on, so it's okay to go to bed now. So uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that was the one positive thing about that. It didn't feel like it didn't have FOMO when you were in uh, on the in the islands. Well, we experienced the same thing on on the Big Island, but it actually worked in our favor because it took a good two or three days to recover from the jet lag. I mean, we were so tired those first few nights that actually it wasn't so bad going to bed early because we weren't missing on anything. Yeah, I think my first, I, I don't know how long you guys were, my first, Jen and I's first night, we were up 22 hours because we were just so screwed up with the time. <laughs> so it was a long day. We finally got tired and went to sleep, but it was a 22 hour day. And a uh, safety note for those who go and uh, think they're going to catch a college football game. They start at 530 in the morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's definitely weird watching Monday Night Football. I was watching a Jet game and it was like two o'clock. <laughs> yes. I was watching it on my phone. I was like, wow, this is like weird. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, 
I was watching Yankees Red Sox at like 12, 12 in the morning and I was like, oh, this is weird. It's a night game over there. <laughs> but I think that brings us to like the biggest attraction that Alani has and that's the water, the water activities. What are some of the experiences that you guys had with the water activities over in Alani? So we were there at a very interesting time. Um, the Hurricane Olivia was going through the islands when we were there. And we had scheduled to have a cabana. Um, we, we, the four of us went in and it was actually reserved for the day of the hurricane. And everybody at Alani was like, well, you know, let's just see how it goes. And it actually, I think, ended up being the best day to do it because it was overcast and we had the cabana that was near a wall and then we had a family come in next to us that had a, a little one in a playpen, right, or a pack and play. So we went ahead and pulled the side up and if it had been a full-blown warm sunny day, it would have been really warm in there. But it worked out really nice. We had our own little private area. You could see the, the beach from there. And it, I, I think it ended up working out great. The cabanas have a TV, a refrigerator, a, a fan. Place uh, to charge your phones. They bring you food. It's a pretty awesome experience. And uh, you know, it allows you to go out in the water and come back in and, and you know, have some shade. Yeah, the food was definitely good. We had like I think a fruit plate. We had some uh, some crazy desserts. I remember that. Yeah, um, and we had chips. We, we had, had the little bag of chips and snacks. Yep, yeah, and then we I think we have waters and stuff in the fridge, whatever that we're yeah. here too. And we brought our, some of our own beer down. Um, but I remember Florence did make the reservation for both of our families, and this is one of the only things that there is a DVC discount for. We didn't mention this before. We were talking about the restaurants. There are not a lot of DVC discounts at all at Alani. Like there really aren't. So, yes, I mean we did save a little bit on the commander, but yeah, when you're in Walt Disney World, you're throwing your DVC card around, you're not getting that same kind of treatment a lot. They just don't do that. However, I just thought it was funny. The commander was really um, comfortable. Like I said, we had the ceiling fan going above us, kept the air moving, and essentially it was funny just sitting in Hawaii watching the Weather Channel, watching the hurricane come towards us. Uh, but it actually worked out to be a pretty good day. Uh, but we went back and forth. Uh, Florence and myself and Mike and Jen just were texting, do we think we should do this, not do this? And we will say that Alani was very accommodating. I think Florence said it, you know, we, if we wanted to cancel, we could have because of the weather, whatever. We decided to stick it out and do it, and I'm glad we did. Uh, but they were pretty good about keeping us up to date with what, what was going on, if the pools were going to be closed. or. Um, but it worked out really well, and we definitely enjoyed it. So, so, Joe, one thing I thought of, you know, we just had the four of us in there. I'm thinking it would have been a little tight if we had had six, which is yeah, the yes, yeah. it definitely yeah because it, the way it's set up, everybody is that they we had two lounge chairs assigned to us, so it it said the you know the the Porter family because Florence made a reservation, and it was like a table between two lounge chairs, and then inside of the cabana it was like a couch. Was it just a couch? Was it another? No, it was just a couch. That was it. Well, right? it was a couch, but it had like the the sectional part of it, right? Yeah. The, the lounger so, part. So yeah, it, it like yeah, it definitely would have been tight for six people. I mean, it's doable if you have two people, but it's it's not, you know. And if it's like a hot day, it's gonna be really hot there. So, I think four would be tops if you can. If you need to go six to split it three ways, I mean, you could do it. You know, it's not gonna be like the end of the world. But yeah, I definitely agree. It's uh, it'll be a little bit tight. I mean, the lagoon, the lagoon's beautiful, it's clear. Um, 
the infinity infinity pool that was right there yeah. which which we got to look right over from our cabana the adult pool was really nice um so far we didn't, we didn't do the snorkeling in the um rainbow uh, rainbow reef <clears throat> Florence, go ahead and just explain, uh, and I'm just going to jump on it, Mike, here real quick, uh, how the adult pools are set up. And Mike, just jump in with your experience with the adult pools as well. So there were there was an adult-only pool. It was kind of off to the side, and it was kind of the other side of the wall from where the spa is. And then they had this beautiful, like a two-level adult-only hot tub that was infinity hot tub. So you'd have two layers, and <clears throat> you could be in the hot tub and look over the ocean. I think what was disappointing and I think that would have been a better design is if they had put the adult only hot tub near the adult only pool and I think it was an afterthought that got added later so you'd leave the adult only pool go past the family pool and the infinity pool and kind of go around a corner and then you'd have the adult only hot tub so it was kind of mixed around instead of it being more okay like on like on the Disney cruise ship the adult only area is pretty reserved up to one section and this was not set up that way. Um, it was awesome, but I, I just think they could have designed a little bit better to keep the adult-only part a little closer now, remember, together. Remember, they redid a bunch of that. That's why I think they added it. Not too long after they opened. Yeah. And I think they realized they had logistically and, and made some some errors in pool, pool placement. And what are your thoughts on that, Joe? Did you I mean, we, we, we spent a lot of time with you guys at, at the, the adult pool, but I agree because... Every time I know the four of us would walk over, we would just, we would be like almost like dodging running kids. And it, it, listen, we had no problem that there was kids there, but it's just like you could just put it all in one section and be done with it. You know, we're kind of like, you know, you're going around families and they've got all their stuff set up, whatever. It would just been a lot easier, but the, they were fantastic. Though. I mean, we, me and Jen spent so much time in that, um, in that those affinity like kind of hot tubby kind of pools. I mean, they weren't like bubbly hot; they were just hot. And I mean, it, it was like, honestly, if you were to go down to the pool, you knew we were, if we were looking for Florence and Mike, we knew there was two places that were there at the adult pool and we found them. So, <laughs> but they were, they were, they were great. Um, so it's great, you know, that the kids can go run amok, you know, in Rainbow Reef and in the, 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 the Lazy River and, and the bridge area and stuff like that. But it's nice just to have a nice quiet place for the adults to zone out, you know, so it's kind of nice to keep it split up. So Mike, you were there on your honeymoon. What was... You know, how did you guys play it? Were you stationed there? Did you guys hang out mostly in the adult areas? Like, how did you guys play it? Yeah, so what we did is that we did station there. Like, we kind of set up camp because there are so many seats available in the adult-only section. And, like, that was one of the biggest tips that I kept reading online is, like, get there early, find a seat. Get there early, find a seat. And it was actually really easy to find seats in the adult-only section. And then from there, we would jump around. We'd go to Rainbow Reef. We'd go to the slides. We'd go to the... the the lazy river but the adult only section was great even the characters came out you get to take pictures of the characters i don't know if you guys got to experience that but uh goofy was in the pool for a little bit and that was kind of cool but yeah that's like our thought we love the adult only section there's a no, bar we didn't see any characters no <clears throat> uh, we had uh goofy mickey minnie and donald all came out in separate times yeah we never well, that's never... cool I mean, yeah, we hope next time maybe we'll see that. We never we never saw that. We got our character fix at the meal. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, uh, Mike, so uh, Florence and, and Mike uh, Porter, did you guys, so I know, Florence, you guys, you know, what you did, but did you guys, uh, what did you guys think of Rainbow Reef? It was beautiful to see from our room, but we didn't actually go in and use it. Really? We had the ocean right there, and 
Yeah, it just seemed it seemed kind of small when you had the ocean there. Yeah, we, we didn't experience it either. Um, it's kind of like there's so many. I've read all the books, and there's so many spots in Oahu that you can go and snorkel. You know, um, there was uh, well, it was closed the one day. We tried to go Hanuma Bay. There's up by the electric yeah. plant up the road. There's a good spot to go snorkeling there. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I was told the snorkeling in Maui was great too. So we were going the following week. So we for the price we never did it. To me, I'd snorkeled in other places before, and that one was more manufactured, which would be great for kids. But you know, we would prefer to just go in the ocean. The the cove itself is is really self-contained, and you know, there's not a lot of you know currents or wave action or anything. And and, and there you know there are fish to see, but it's not like it's overwhelming. Uh, so, uh, you know, I think it's a good place for anybody that has never been in before or, or might be a little concerned about going in the ocean. Uh, there really isn't any concern going into that little bay. Um, it's, you know, really one way in, one way out as far as the ocean's concerned. And um, I'd much rather go in the, in the real thing than, than, than the Rainbow Reef itself. Mike, yeah. did you you guys do it? Yeah, we, we actually bought the length of stay pass. So they have a length of stay pass and you get a DVC discount on it. That was like 20% off. Uh, and the good thing about it is it's a, it's a cool way to relax and check out some fish up close. But so one thing that we didn't know is that if you go down to the, the beach and you go to the beach rental area, you can actually ask them for snorkels and you can snorkel through the cove. A lot of people saw turtles and a lot of cool little creatures hanging out by the cove. Uh, so I think it's, if you have kids or you just like to be in the water and see fish, it, it's worth it. It's $35 a day. Uh, uh, that's what the, not $35 a day, it's $35 for a stay. Uh, and that's per person and that's with a DVC discount. And on that note, we are experiencing technical difficulties today's show. So we are going to pick this up on a part two episode. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I'm recording everybody. And for some reason, Stitch keeps popping up on my screen saying we've lost the recording. So uh, I guess he wants to go surfing with uh, all of these fine Mickey dudes and our guests. So we're going to bring everybody back uh, next week for a follow-up or in a couple weeks, whatever their schedule is. So while we have you on, Mike, where can you be found on the interwebs? You can find me at Ears of Happiness on Instagram and Twitter. Florence? At Florence Hanky Porter on Facebook. Michael? I'm Michael Porter on Facebook. And Joseph. You can find me at JoeQuat, J-O-E-Q-U-A-T-T on Twitter. You can also find me over at the resortloop.com DVC Roundtable Monthly. All right. And ladies and gentlemen, we apologize for the difficulties. Thank you for staying with us. We promise we will pick this up on another show. Until then, aloha.
you've just listened to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you again real soon.